Hey guys, Andrew here. Um, just a little forward for this episode. The audio, including my voice mic right now, will probably sound a bit off. Um, and by a bit, I mean very off. Um, we had a bit of an issue with the interface that we used to plug our mics in um, was not working with the latest version of Mac OS. And so therefore... Uh, we pressed record and basically the mics weren't actually being used and it was actually just using the internal microphone of my laptop um, which as you will hear was situated much closer to myself so I kind of come across okay volume levels and kind of clarity um, but Chris is pretty distant as he was um, sitting a couple of meters away so uh, apologies for that. We will have it rectified for the next episode, but I hope you can bear with and still enjoy the episode. So uh, yeah, on to the episode now. Enjoy. Bye. And welcome to Bomb Squad. My name is Andrew Muggleton and I am joined by my good friend Chris Salone. How are you today? Very good. I'm uh, a little bit jealous. Ooh. I would say is the feel the general feeling within my gut mm. is and what, of jealousy. What, what what is that? Is is it due to the fact that um, some people have been able to read a book that you really like early? Yeah, I'm not gonna lie to you. That is that's part yeah. of it. Is that all it is? No, there's double there's double jeopardy and double jealousy. Wow, the double J. Because I've got two big events happening within two days of each other for me. Mm. A big book coming out that I'm looking forward to, mm. and then two days later we've got a, a little situation in Europe of the PS5 release. I mean, I'm really looking forward to Lord of the Lord of the Flies remaster. The Lord of, Lord of the Flies remaster. Yeah, yeah wow. next Tuesday. Just uh, slightly off topic. As if we'd ever not get off topic <laughs> on this bloody podcast. Um, do you remember, did you do Lord of the Flies at school? I did, and I have to, can I make it a, a, um, a mission? Not actually no, 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 what, an admission? Or an, yeah, it's an admission. Yeah. Um, in that we did it as our... I think GCSE A levels. Oh really? Yeah, I think we did it for our GCSE A levels. Might be A levels, but GCSE English. Sorry. Oh, okay. I think we did that as our GCSE English. Does is that weird if we did that? No. Well, I I think I did it in like year nine or something. Okay, fine. I think I think we did it for our GCSEs, mm. and we were reading it in class, and we also watched the film. Yeah. yeah. As as you always we, do. We watched um. We watched part of the film with it as well. But I I remember what, like watching it. Like, I think my mum was like found out we were doing it. She was like, "Oh, you're gonna watch the film at home." Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I um we watched the film and we were reading it in class. And I think through class we only read about half the book, and um, just through t- kind of time and stuff. And we went into the exam, and I, being the lazy boy that I was when it came to GCSEs and exams. I didn't read the book. The day of the exam, in the morning, I went on to Sparknotes, read up character studies of all of the characters, 
and got an A in my exam. Oh man, I'll, I've got some English literature stories if you want for this. Well, firstly, um, the reason I'm, the, well, you brought up a little flies, but I, I wanted to talk about this. Man, that scene when Piggy dies. Oh, oh, that's horrendous, isn't it? With that rock just like, if, if you're face. watching the black and white film or the colour film, the colour both. One, uh, the colour one is like ingrained in my yeah, mind because yeah. um, of the blood. But like um, English literature, I remember at my A-level mm. um, doing it and there was a play that we did and I can't remember what it, it was called something like All My Sons. I yes, think. we did All My Sons. Was it about the guy who was like selling counterfeit um, yeah, in the war. Yeah, part, yeah, part yeah, 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 yeah. He made the cones for the planes. Yeah, and he was selling counterfeit ones, and yeah. it was like an ethical thing because he was like killing people yeah. were dying. Yeah, we even and went into like, a theatre. Oh, did like, you? We, so we didn't see. Of... We didn't see one. And but then doesn't like his son die or something? And that's the thing. Yeah, it's yeah. Um, it's it's but, like but then, irony kind but of. This was a thing. I had never finished the play. I didn't know. Oh. How it ended, so I was because it was open book. And I was sat there in doing my A level, and I know I, I got to the end of my exam, and I thought, oh, I'm just going to sit and read the end of the play because I don't actually know how to finish it. Absolutely, it's Arthur Miller. Arthur Miller, is the yes, guy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Arthur Miller, all my the sons. Crucible and a view from the a view from the bridge was another one well, that we did. I did the, the Crucible in drama actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Classic. Yeah. Classic. Death of a Salesman. Oh, wow. Arthur Miller just. Did he do any war ones? As well, what was that? Um, I'll get you. I'll get you a his I bibliography. Doing, I remember doing one no, set in World War One that was like all set in one army barrack or something. I was going to read you through his um, stage plays, but it's quite a long list. Yeah, I was going to say. I won't. Yeah. I won't. I won't. I won't do it. We'll just let. We'll just let our very intelligent audience know that what we have said is probably all wrong, and they'll correct us. There's a, there's a stage play that's all set in one barrack, and there's a. And some some people go there, and someone's got a dark past, mm. and then there's someone who's very, who's quite young who's gone, and I people should, are worried about him. I should I should ask Andrew. Andrew's a real theatre well, Arthur you know, Miller buff kind it of. It might not be Arthur Miller, but I just really remember. That yeah, play. yeah, yeah. I tell you what's in English at school. Oh. Everyone hates it at the time. But looking back, you do some good stuff. Mate, I, I wish I was. We actually had a very good teacher, but I was just such a. I was terrible. a dick. I was a dick in it. Yeah, I was just a terrible student, but we had an excellent teacher. And I wish now I look back and I go, oh, I wish I was more engaged. Can I tell you one more thing before we move on? Absolutely. Because we've got lots to talk about today about the PS5. But um, me and our mutual friend Will, um, I remember one English li- English lesson. I think we must have been in like year 10 or 11. So we, we were in top set English. And I think there was only like five or six boys that were in that top set and it was like oh you're mixed mixed oh, well, ra- I was about to say mixed race, race. <laughs> um, no well, we, I went to a normal school I, I went to a non-private comprehensive uh, actually no it was a church or in school um, and yeah there was there was like five or six of us in the top set of uh, uh, boys I mean sorry the rest was all girls and then we had one lesson where we, it was about it was like about presentations I don't know why the teacher let us do this but me and Will somehow managed to convince them to let us do a, to like perform a sketch in, le- in the lesson. Nice. And so we just sat there and we did, I don't know if you remember this, there's a sketch that Monty Python did that's called the argument sketch. Where someone, yeah. someone goes, so John Cleese goes in and is, no, uh, Michael Palin goes in and pays for it to have an argument. Okay. And then the woman's sending out to him and John Cleese is the one who's having an argument and he, he walks in and goes, um, oh hi there! I've just paid um, five pounds uh, so to, to have the argument, and he goes, "Oh, is, are you having the, the the short one or the full half hour?" He's like, 
Oh, I'll have the full half hours then. Oh, okay. He's like, well, we're going to start the argument then. And he goes, uh, well, you haven't paid yet. And he's like, I have. Uh, and then they just go, they go on like that. And we literally sat there for like 10 minutes of this English lesson, just doing this sketch. And yeah. like, no one, I, I can't remember what people's reaction was, but I imagine everyone's reactions was like, what the hell are these people doing? What are, doing? <laughs> what are these guys doing? I can imagine the teacher just sat there as well, like, this is probably the cringiest thing I've ever seen in my uh, life. I, I, in a very similar vein, and not to delay us one more second oh, yeah. of our conversation. I'm probably going to cut all this out. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, in a very similar vein to what you said, and I think my reaction to you guys would have been the same as to, as I've already mentioned, my friend Andrew, um, as we're at school, we used to be called Andrew Squared. Because oh. we used to sit next to each other. Oh. Um, he, we had a, do you remember, I think it was maybe GCSE, um, we had a exam, like the, the spoken exam. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so for that, like, I went in some emotional, um, conversation about various things fucking andrew steps up and he does a he does a talk and he sits there and he walks in ragged with his like tie around his like down and stuff it's like right i'm gonna do a talk about how not to do a talk so what you really don't want to do is you don't want to not look at anyone that you're talking to and you don't want to not address the subject you're talking about and he went on and did a bloody half an hour talk about how not to give a talk. No. And I sat there and I went, it's fucking dickhead. <laughs> giving a talk about how not to do a dickhead when I've just laid my heart on the line. Of course he got a bloody yeah, star yeah. and all that. Yeah, but yeah, of outrageous. I think I did one on Chavs. I think I did a whole like, speech about Chavs. <laughs> my reaction to someone was to go... <laughs> I was to click my, click my lips there. Right, anyway, I'm jealous. I'm jealous of I'm jealous. the Americans. I'm jealous of America because... Canadians. They, and Canadians as well. I think a, Japan? I think, Japan? I think, um, I think a few other people. Um, I can tell you, actually. I'll tell I you, you, you talk, talk about how jealous you are of the Americans, the Japanese. Well, obviously, I, I go onto my social media and, you know, obviously you, you end up following lots of these Americans who have their consoles early. They're all there unboxing their... PS5 digital editions and their PS5 disc editions and all these things. And it's just, I, I just look at them and I think, is this isn't fair? And then I look at, um, I look at people on Digital Foundry who are mm. in Europe. And they've got and stuff. Even they've got their early ones. I'm like, this is just unbelievable. I mean, does Bomb Squad not count for an, an early edition? I mean, I will, I will show people behind the curtain a little bit here. We were not approached. We weren't. We were, Sony, we were not we're, So just to let you know, we're, we are very clearly PlayStation fanboys, but we're not in bed with Sony. We don't, we don't take those, <laughs> those backhands kind of... Review copy, not provided not by Not provided by PlayStation, <laughs> provided by the bank of Andrew <laughs> and Chris. Um, 12th of November, um, US, Canada, Japan, Australia, New Zealand, Australia? South Korea and Singapore. So it's just Europe. It's just Europe. It's just Europe. I wonder and why. And the rest of the world. I wonder um, why. What the reason? I, I I don't know. I don't know because it's very weird because a lot of, a lot of the times you have like big companies like when you when you have like a console release or like an iPhone release or um what's another massive tech release that would happen? I don't know something. But like whenever you have app, Apple related things, for example, they yeah. will always be US, UK, Canada. Mm. 
like the UK, even if Europe isn't included in the first wave, UK is always in that first wave of things. I tell you what's funny as well. Actually, maybe this isn't true anymore. But um, I'm just angry. You know? I'm angry, but I'm also thinking about the games that are currently available because, like, wasn't it, who who made this Sackboy game? It wasn't. I guess it wasn't um, Sumo Digital, which are English. Yeah, they're in English. Isn't that that's so frustrating? One of the launch games is made by an English team. Yeah, so, I mean, obviously we are, we're recording this on the day, or the day after. Um, day after. Americans have got their PS5, so we're seeing loads and loads of impressions. We've got kind of console reviews, uh, which are, cra- are crazy. I, can't, I know, I can't believe people actually do, like... Yeah, putting a score... Putting a score on it. I don't yeah. understand, like, reviewing the yeah. launch of a console. Most, most publications and stuff review a console and they just give it, like, a general thoughts on yeah. the console some people put a score to it which is kind of wild IGN put a score to both The Verge put a score the to Verge it as well. yeah. I looked at the IGN ones because I don't know I just thought because IGN's like the biggest thing and I and so they gave the PS5 a an 8 out of 10 yeah and they gave the Xbox Series X an 8 out of 10 so wow amazing amazing journalism from IGN well done well do you know The, the Verge the first, pro- probably, probably the biggest, probably the biggest like general tech website. I think there's some more spe- like there's probably bigger websites, but they're pretty encompassing in terms of general tech. Yeah, yeah. They gave the PS Five an eight point five. They gave the Xbox Series X an eight, mm-hmm. and I believe the first comment on the PS Five was a, uh, the first gave it point five more. This is big news. Big news. And it's all about that dual sense. Yeah, man. Let's, uh, let's talk about the dual sense. Let's talk about the dual sense. Everything that we've seen um, from people's impressions and things like that, the, the main thing people talk about is that this is the big... This is the next-gen feeling. This is what feels next-gen about it, and w- which is great because I think the last couple of generations, everyone's sort of been of the opinion that like, DualShock 4 was a great step forward and everything, but... People generally are more big on the Xbox controller. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I definitely agree. I think, I think the the Xbox controllers have have a a wider net of people saying this is a better controller. Feeling of buttons or placement or grip or yeah. kind of contour of yeah. I think a lot of it comes down to like the placement of the. Um, the left analog stick, isn't it? Yeah, so the, the offset compared to yeah. the um, kind of mirrored. I, it's one of those where, like, the problem is I was just brought up and played, like, yeah. the PlayStation, the DualShock controller, so I've never, like, I've literally, like, picking up an extra, I still can't even remember on, a, on the controller which way around all the buttons are. I genuinely can't remember the, where everything is. The, the placement of X, A, B, and Y yeah. are the buttons, aren't they? Yeah. Uh, yes, yeah, so X is always the thing which is in a different place in like almost every controller, isn't it? Well, oh yeah, for like Nintendo, Nintendo, and Xbox, and PlayStation. I might be wrong on that, but um, yeah, it, it, it's it's good to see all of the vibes coming out. Being the Dual Sense is so these spoiler alert: these next gen consoles are built. Their their processors, their graphics and stuff are all built by AMD, and they're all very powerful and they're all very good and they're all pretty similar but slightly different in the way they go about things 
So you get down to the point where it's like, oh, well, what is what actually is different about these? And the dual sense is the thing that's kind of shining above coming as this interesting new feeling, different way of interacting with games. And it's great to see because it's, it's I think the the further we go into the future of consoles and stuff, everything's going to look better. We're going to get higher frame rates and everything's just going to meld into that middle ground of, well, this just looks as good as it can look, but this is a new way to feel how you are playing. And it's also impossible to talk, to visualize. Mm. You have to have it in your hand. And obviously we haven't yet. However, from everything that, even people who I've seen quite skeptical about it have been very positive and been like, I'm, I'm in, this is a, this is a genuinely next generational feeling device. Yes. I, I remember being wild when I, um, I actually went to like a London event thing when the switch was, uh, coming like before it was announced, before it actually came out in the UK. Um, and I remember being absolutely amazed holding the Joy-Cons and feeling the HD rumble mm. like in them. And you, one, two, you switch, there's a, there's a game where you like count how many marbles you think are in yes. the thing. And it, you, it really feels like these things are actually in there. And, and from what people are saying, this makes the Joy-Cons seem like decades old. Yeah. yeah. For how good the actual like, it's not even like rumble anymore, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah. How good the actual like feedback actually feels for that. And also, obviously, you know, the triggers. The adaptive triggers. Yeah, sounds. Cr- I can't even like. I know. I know how they work, and I know what it is. But it just feels. It's weird. Have you, to talk have about you, have you have seen them. what they look like inside? No, I haven't. So it's like it's like a um. Imagine like a a a a, a cog. Yeah. And then a spiral going down, and the cog is basically running up and down this spiral, and the spiral is spinning to stop this cog going up or down, right. and that's how it works. So cool. It's, it's, yeah, I, I think they said beforehand, um, oh, you can feel when you're running on sand or you're in water or you're in mud and stuff like that. And I, I, at least um, the packing game Astro's Playroom, which we'll talk about in a minute, I'm sure, um, seems to be a great example of that. And I think what's going to be great as well is to see um, racing games, I think, are going to mm. really, you're going to, Having having a force feedback steering wheel is an incredibly impressive thing because you you actually feel the grip and the turn as it as it as it kind of wrestles against you as you turn it, and you're going to have that in the controller. And I, I think that is going to be so. I don't know. Don't, I I love using superlatives to describe things. I use them every single second of the day whenever I set, talk about anything. But I think this will actually be a transformative experience when you are playing a game, whether it's they've used it a million times, but like pulling back on a bow where you feel the yeah. tension building as you push or whether you're pushing down on the throttle of a car and you're feeling it rev against you and vibrate. Yeah, what do you think about like the horizon, like the, yeah. the bow or the bow action there? I think, I think Astro has a bow in it. Oh, does it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why wouldn't you? Like, everything in it wouldn't you absolutely but, um, yeah actually you mentioned this to me a couple of weeks ago when when this was first um brought up but actually like me and Tristy went kojima like because obviously he's obviously had one for he'll have had for this for a long time yeah it'd be cool to see what he does because obviously when he first when they first put in like the 
memory cards and, being, and the games being able to read them. Mm. Like when Rumble was first into a DualShock controller and like, he was obviously like playing around with them and doing stuff. So it'd be cool to see always, what always he's thinking about. Always been a pioneer on those fringe kind of, well, maybe not even fringe, but kind of in quotes, gimmicky features of games. But he is kind of dived so head forward first into these things that he's made it like part of the experience in which some people just kind of skirt around the edge of making something interesting i wonder if they can make the the, the triggers so that you can't do them oh like is can you imagine yeah. if you could have the controller just be like it just goes dead yeah well so so i think i oh i don't want to be quoted on what game it is there is a shooter game and I want to say it's PlayStation 1, but I, I feel like, I don't think it's COD. I, I want to say it's some, someone who's in bed with Sony have already had where you will shoot and randomly your gun will jam and suddenly you can't, you can't shoot, you can't pull down the trigger anymore because the gun's right. jammed. So you have to clear out your gun and empty your, your, the bullet out of the chamber. So that it, there, there's already someone who's doing something similar to that. With nice. you shoot, 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 and oh, your gun's jammed, and you can't, you physically can't pull down the trigger anymore because your gun's jammed. Yeah, so I, I, I just think that's good. That's the sort of thing. Like if he's looking at still wanting to do like a horror thing, like yeah, having the control like being taken away from you. And oh, like absolutely. Yeah, not not thing. being able to move or do yeah, anything yeah. with the controller. Be pretty cool. I I, I yeah, I'm, I'm I'm totally down for that. I'm I'm hoping. I think I think it's fairly like I would say it's fairly certain that Kojima is still doing something quite Sony related mm. based on Death Stranding and yeah. they they seem to be very close in bed with each other um but if his next game even if it's not an exclusive game I think he will revel in having that extra input from the from the character, from the creator to the character, and the character back to the creator. I yeah. think it's, I think it's gonna be wonderful to see whatever that is. Um, do we want to talk about some of the the, the games? Yeah, 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 absolutely. Let's let's talk about the the launch lineup um, that we've got. So I'm I'm gonna get up a list. I think let's let's talk about first of all the packing game. Yeah, Astro's um, Playroom. Astro's Playroom. It, it's it's getting. Fantastic reviews, which is everyone's, great to see. Everyone's response has been so good for it. I, it's obviously, you know, people are saying it's a game to literally show off what the Dual Sense controller can do, and you know we've seen little sections from it, um, whether it's about being in a little sort of like spring thing that shoots you off so that you can obviously jump and make like longer platforms, um, which is using the adaptive triggers, um, or also just going around and seeing all of the nods to like old oh. playstation stuff like there's like kratos and in a, a little boat a yeah. in like a boat going around there's a, there's a little sam porter bridges with a with a bb and a I've little i've also seen aloy i think i've seen that yeah in a part as well yeah there, apparently there's loads there are deep cuts yeah. like i saw oh, um, no i've seen the i've seen crash as well yeah the crash one's great yeah. there's there's um there's, but like um, a Sobe team, I think it's a Sobe team is the name of the couple, the developers, um, working with Studio Japan. Um, they have gone deep dive into this. Yeah. I think in the Digital Foundry video where they kind of talk about it, they show Puppeteer with the with the scissors cutting up something. Puppeteer is like 
a pretty niche PS3 indie exclusive. Nice. That like Shuhei Yoshida was like, oh, play this game. And I remember people loving it, but also being like maybe sold like two copies type of thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I think there were a lot of deep cuts, a lot of really cool bits if you like PlayStation and PlayStation franchises. Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited to play it. And obviously it's, it's just with the console. So yeah. Like buy it. it's, it's free. It's free. It's built in. Have fun. Has a platinum trophy. It's a platinum. We'll, we'll be getting that. I'm, I'm getting that. Trophy. Absolutely. Um, I've got a list here. This is first and third party. So I'll just go through some of the ones that are, I think, applicable to kind of what we talk about. Yeah. Um, so first of all, probably, probably the biggest, the biggest thing is, is Spider-Man Miles Morales. Um, nice. And this is, I think, I think it'd be fair to say that both of us were, I don't want to say lukewarm, but we were not, I wouldn't say exactly like super hyped. Yeah, for, I think that's fair. Um, but I think, at least for myself, from what I've seen and what people's reactions have been, man, this is, this is like, I was, I was almost certainly going to buy it straight away anyway, but this is like, stone cold would buy the second you get it like everyone's been so positive about it it uses the new console in great ways there's great new tech being involved in it it looks fantastic and it's still that fantastic kinetic spider-man gameplay yeah uh just so you know we looked at the um a couple of videos looking at how much more detail they've put into it with what the ps5 can now do um, and it just looks great. Like the the Christmassy winter time of New York looks incredible. The specks of the snow falling down, and I think it's been confirmed to be about nine to ten hours. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I think a couple of people said it's about ten hours long or so, um, which which lines up with what I think we. I'm not. I mean, I've been joking for months yeah. and months. It's, it's going to be about three hours. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think, I think we we we'd said. Um, and, and we had said this, no one else had said it. We were kind of predicting that it was going to be the kind of length of um, Lost Legacy or um, about right, I think, First Light. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ex- exactly. No one else had really said that. We were kind of the first people that really locked that down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That it's going to be about probably that kind of expanded expansion time length. And it, it's great. It, it's, it's good to see that it's a, a, a chunky experience. It's clearly not Spider-Man 2. This yeah. is this is an expansion, but an expanded expansion. Yeah. I'd be interested to see how much it kind of like links in with... Because there's quite a few sort of cliffhangers at the end mm. of the PS4 Spider-Man game. So obviously, you know, this is Miles Morales, so it's going to be his own thing. And um... Do you know, and I'm not sure whether I've seen this as a spoiler or not, whether you see Peter Parker in the game? Um, I know that he's there at the beginning. Okay. And apart from that, I, he, I know that him and MJ are out of, are like, out of the country or have gone travelling somewhere else. Gotcha, so gotcha. You, you so like, you hear him on the phone a few times, I think. So the reason why he's not in the game. And, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I'm still very, I, I think I said it previously, I'm still very strongly in the thought that Spider-Man 2 in 2023... Ooh, bold. Uh, is going to be involving both Miles and Peter oh, yeah. as a duality of game. Yeah. And this is setting you up with Miles's um, kind of gameplay loop compared to Peter's. And in the next game, Spider-Man 2, or whatever they call it, 
will be you playing equal share as both of them. Yeah, I can see that. I can even see some bits you might even like have the option. Yeah, yeah, kind of GTA Five where you yeah. pick the character you want to be and you zoom into them. And just to get into the, if you're if you're predicting stuff, then I want mm. I want in on this. Here's the here's my prediction for Spider Man Two. Yeah. Is yeah, you play as both of them. Sometimes you can choose which Spider Man you want to be at different points, and like we're already seeing actually through Miles Morales, he's got the extra powers of like the sort of electric stuff, and he can go invisible. So he's got like extra powers, but it seems like Peter Parker's got a few more gadgets, so like yeah. stuff might level out that way. So it might like what you prefer playing as. Mm -hmm. um, and obviously, it's being uh, teased that Nor Norman Osborn's son, Harry Osborn, at the end of it was supposed to be off spoilers, 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 spoilers. Um, but actually, Venom. Wow. Damn. So I think Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy's in They've got him. But I think I think next game will be Green Goblin Venom. Stuff. Yeah. So and that's gonna be so cool. Yeah. Um but I think there will be the tease of a Spider Verse. Yeah. I think that's gonna that's just gonna happen, yeah. isn't it? Like it, it, the game will end, you know how like spoilers, you know how Spider Man PS4 end with like Miles being like, Hey Peter, I need to tell you something. Uh and he like jumps onto the ceiling and yeah. then Peter does the same. With his like real face, yeah, 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 um, with the obvious, not with his new face. Um, I feel like the next one will end with like maybe like Peter dies. Yeah, see. but then but then like Peter just like shows up or something. He's like, what the hell? And A different like, dimension. Everyone's there. Absolutely. This Spoiler is this is the this is this is the insomniac Spider Verse. I just think that would be sick. I think yeah. that'd be so cool. And what's fun, like Spider Man, Spider Man, Spider Man stuff is just going to be everywhere in the next few years. Yeah. With the rumors of the MCU. Very true. Just true. imagine they get that Tobey Maguire back. Imagine. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Next up, Godfall. We're not going to talk about this pretty much. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's. I mean. I mean. We. 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 We just knew. We just knew. We knew. We knew. We knew. We knew. We knew it was going to be what it was going to be. And um, at least from reviews and stuff, it is exactly what we thought it was going to be. People will buy it because... It's a new game, it's, like it's shiny. Games. Yeah. And it's 6 out of 10. Um, there's also Sackboy, A Big Adventure. Oh. Now... I want this I've, so much. I, th this game has been getting um, good reviews. It's been getting good to great reviews. But some people have been singling this out as just like, one of like the best things to play for a pure just enjoyment point of view i mean when you look at the voice cast they've got they've got dawn french and richard e grant and many other people involved little big planet has always been a wonderfully enjoyable experience it seems like sumo digital have just continued that and gone right we are gonna make as we're going to take like kind of what you've got with Astro in terms of like a, a in quotes Nintendo enjoyable experience. We're going to take that and run with it in yeah. a full game. I mean, it does look beautiful. It looks it's it's cartoony but beautiful at the same time. And I am very excited to be back in the uh, woolen shoes of yeah. Sackboy. And it's nice just for like the. You know these like exclusives coming out for PlayStation to be kind of like oh like a fun platform again instead of just like I'm gonna cut everyone's throats so yeah I'm gonna it, kill exactly. this dog and 
And mm. that's, that's, I think, the most important thing, which as we talk about these games, um, I think there's, there's a wonderful spread of different genres and types of games. Yeah. I think that's what they've done so well here. Um, so Sackboy is back. Um, if you're a fan of Little Big Planet or if you played them before, this is a new game, not with the Little Big Planet title, just Sackboy. And it's very much like a, imagine like a Mario overview of yeah, like like the older Super Mario 2. and Yeah, like things. pick a world levels. Exactly. You're kind of running between little levels that you jump into. Um, and it just looks great. Again, I've heard fantastic use of the dual sense. Yeah. And the music is fantastic. Well, the music's always been great in the games, but it, again, it's just instills that sense of just pure happiness throughout, yeah. which I love. I'm so down for. And it's got some amazing skins for that deluxe edition. Yeah. But we're not going to talk about pricing what because about? that is bug snacks. Yes. I'm glad you. Talking about bug snacks. Talking about bug snacks. If you are a PlayStation Plus member. And you probably are. And you probably are. You probably are. You've got bug snacks right now. Just look at your PS4. You don't have the PS5 now if you're in the, if you're in Europe. If you're in America, enjoy it. But if you're in Europe, just look at your PS Plus. You've got bug snacks on PS4. But don't play it. Hold off. Hold off. Get that PS5 and play it on that for those quick loading times. I mean You're talking about bug snacks. Bug snacks. Who who knew? We knew. We knew. We knew. Everyone knew. Everyone knew bug snacks was gonna be amazing. Yeah. But now seeing reviews come out and seeing people's impressions. We I watch, mean, we watched the girlfriend reviews yeah. video for it earlier. It just looks nuts. I I I I think I've spoken to it previously on this about the YouTube channel that I follow, Joseph Anderson. He's a pretty critical person when he does reviews on games. Like he he really is a nitpicker, but he also kind of lavishes praise on things when it when they deserve it and stuff. Watching him play it. And absolutely crack up led me to just pissing myself whilst watching it. And watching him put up a tweet of, you know, the, they're like, oh, it's good. It always has been meme, like oh, with yeah, the yeah, Spaceman. Yeah. Being like, putting up a review of like Bugsnacks, like with the score of Metacritic, being like, Bugsnacks is good. And be like, it always has been. Like, it's just, it's just wonderful. Yeah, and I'm very, I'm actually like, I'm probably most excited to play that mm. than, than kind of anything. Yeah, so for, for if you haven't seen, Bug Snacks is a pretty lo-fi looking, it's certainly not a graphically intensive game. Um, it's very cutesy, cartoony looking game it's revolving. Like semi-puzzly. Semi-puzzly. First person. First person talking to people in this little town. And Pokemon. they are, yeah, they are, they are kind of anamorphic, kind of anthropomorphic. Anthropomorphic, that's the word I'm looking for. Um, kind of still fudged it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> people living in a town, and there are little um pieces of food running around, like <laughs> strawberries running around, and they eat them, and then suddenly their arm becomes a strawberry. So everything, if you eat a bug snack, you. Part of you becomes, Part of you becomes that bug snack. It's ridiculous, but it's so wonderful. And what's, what's good as well is to see the outrageous nature of the game amplified throughout 
the characters and the world. It's not just, oh, we've got a weird idea that there's loads of like pieces of fruit running around and you eat it and you become it. Oh, but everything is like everyone talks in a normal way. No, everyone is ridiculously over the top and just outrageous. Yeah. And it, it, it but it revels in all of that. Um, it's pretty cool. Very and just, just, just listen, just go listen, just, just YouTube the Bug Snacks theme tune. And the noise when you capture a new Bug Snack. Oh. Perfect. It's perfect. Now we've got, we're going we're, we're to change, we're going to shift gears. Ooh, are we changing tone a little bit? Yeah. We're going to change tone. And we're going to talk about NBA 2K21. No, I'm joking. We're not going to talk about that. We're going to do Demon Souls remake. Whoa. So this is a remake of Demon Souls. <laughs> I mean, what more do you want from a name? It, it yeah. sums it up perfectly. No, Demon Souls is the first of the aptly named Soulsborne style games by From Software. From software made uh, many games before. However, Demon Souls was the one that kind of, I mean, it really kickstarted an entire genre of gaming, mm. which is kind of RP third person RPG games, which are brutally hard and punishing, and reward both skill and perseverance. And what's interesting with this is, so this is, um, this is a remake of uh, Demon's Souls, which was a fairly early PS3 exclusive. And it was very weird with this game. Like, I think it was like published in Japan by Sony, but then in the West by Namco Bandai or Bando Namkai, depending on how they want to be called. Or something along those lines. Like there was some weird publishing thing with it, mm. but I think like Sony held the the copyright, the trademark to Demon Souls, and that's why then From Software went off to make Dark Souls as their series after because they didn't have the trademark to Demon Souls. Yeah, yeah. So there's something very weird about it. But anyway, it's a very beloved starting for this entire genre, really. And um, we've got Blue Point Games here who recently. A couple of 2017 remade Shadow of the Colossus um, from Team Eco and have made many, many other ports like um, God of War ports. They've made the uh, Metal Gear Solid trilogy um, and Peace Walker for PS3 and PS Vita. So they're, they're a reporting team, but they've really stepped up the game in the last couple of years. And this is. I think if you want to, if you want to show off what the next gen consoles can do graphically, this is the one. Yeah. This game looks. I mean, I, I've I've rambled for quite a while setting up this game. This game looks sensational from a pure visuals point. Yeah. Point of view. It looks ridiculous. The 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 the, the quality of the textures. And the world and the lighting. This isn't even using any sort of ray tracing. This is just pure technical, artistically magic happening. Yeah, it makes me wish that I was like good at those games. Yeah, so yeah. I yeah. did like play it, but I'm 
no, I, I, absolutely. It's it's you know if you like this kind of game or not. What what is interesting to see come from the recent reviews though is that the speed of the hard drive in the PlayStation Five has meant that when you die, you're back there and you you keep doing what you want. And I think a lot of the issues with the previous like um, entries in that those kind of games were that you die and there was two minutes of waiting to respawn and then try again where you did. Now it's like instantly back in. So from what I've heard is that a lot of that frustration kind of disappears and now it's more just right, learn how to play the game and then play it as as what you've learned. So it's very intriguing and uh, I'm glad it's getting it's getting out it's well over the nineties in Metacritic, which for a launch game is pretty unheard of. Yeah, very much so. It's it's an amazing coup by Sony to get this as a launch game. Um, so anyone who's in, interested in Dark Souls, Bloodborne, those kind of games, I think this is going to be right up your alley if you missed out on it originally on the PS3. We could just play the baby version, which is Jedi Fallen Order. Oh, absolutely. Which is basically a Souls game. And it's for babies. That is it for the exclusive stuff, I think. There was a lot of third party things. I'm just going to run through. I'm going I'm to yeah, shout, like, shout we'll through. We'll talk about more of these maybe in more detail in the future. Yeah, when, when we played them and stuff. Yeah. You've got Assassin's Creed Valhalla, <laughs> Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War, <laughs> Devil May Cry 5 Special Edition. I can't judge that. Watch Dogs Legion. This game, man, I I have flip-flopped like mad. Last time we discussed this game, we were like... Hype, 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 hype. I am not interested in this game at all. It's one of them I might pick up around Christmas if if there's a bit of a drop in price. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Dirt 5, Fortnite, (laughs) Observer, System Redux... I'm going to skip this because I do want to talk about this in a second. NBA 2K21, yeah. Man Eater, Borderlands 3, <laughs> Mortal Kombat 11 Ultimate, Overcooked, All You Can Eat, Planet Coaster. That's just the list that I've got here. I'm sure there's more. The one that I missed out is The Pathless. Oh. Now, this is a game I'm very interested in playing. This is made by Giant Squid, who are the people who made Abzu. Now, you may not have heard of Abzu, but what you may have heard of, you may not have, is Journey. Now, Giant Squid was is a team created by the um, composer of Journey. So he um, went up and made a new team, and they made a game called Abzu, which I think, Chris, I think we played it together, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah Which we I really enjoyed it. So it's a great game, fantastic music, great visuals. The Pathless is their new game, and... I mean, it's getting some pretty great reviews. I mean, it had a great showing at the PS event where yeah, they kind of showed off the game. They had a long bit of gameplay, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, and I think it looks excellent in terms of the traversing a stylistic, nice-looking world in a low-key fashion. Like, yes, there is, there's, there's a big bad entity taking over the yeah. world and you've got to rid it of its... Kind of curse. Yeah, because it kind of looks almost like, I correct me if I'm wrong here, but it almost looks like it's like a rhythm-y sort of. Yeah, like so. The way you move, because you're shooting things. Yeah, you have a bow and arrow, you're going through a big kind of foresty looking area, 
and there are little glowing orbs around the world and you will you with your bow you will shoot those orbs and when you hit one you'll get a boost to your speed so you want to be constantly shooting aiming hitting 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 i think it snaps you yes yeah 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 and that that's kind of it's a kind of kinetic gameplay instead of being i'm gonna run around i'm gonna jump here i'm gonna jump here it's more you want to get in the rhythm of the the movement and yeah it looks charming i'm sure the music will be excellent and um, yeah, I think this is one of these. This is one of these smaller titles. I think it's about thirty quid or so. Nice. Um, smaller titles, which at launch of a new console, there's always a there's a couple of big games to play, and there's a lot of smaller weird games. And this looks like one of these kind of must play smaller titles for the launch. Yeah. Now you've brought me, we've been talking about the launch PS5 games, and you've brought me nicely to the game that I would like to play with you now. Because I'm going to oh test no. you. Oh no. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take you back in time to when we, were, we had our PS3s, and we were waiting on that glorious, play, that glorious dominant PlayStation 4. And the launch games that came with that. Yeah. Now, I've got I've got a list here similar to how you had a list, and I've got a list of seven exclusive games. Oh. I also have a list of third party titles, and then also a small list of um, indie titles. My question is, can you name the seven exclusive first party titles? First party titles that came with PS4. You, you, you bought it. You didn't come with it. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, okay, okay. I'll give this my best shot. I think I feel like you can get most of them. Yeah. So, Killzone Shadowfall. Yes. Because I bought a console which had that with it. Mm-hmm. Great game, by the way. Great game. So underrated. So yeah. underrated. That's the sort of game we're kind of missing at the moment. That's yeah. We we need we need a second gorilla team to bring out a shooter. Yeah. Um, and also that's. Play it on PS5, you get that 60 frames per second. Damn. 4K, beautiful. Flipping heads. That game still looks yeah. very, very good. Good game. Um, I'm also going to say, if funny enough, Bug Snacks, mm-hmm. talk to me about Octodad. Is that in the list? Octodad is... Because not on my list. Oh, that must have been very shortly after. Because that's the same team. That's the next game they've made. Yeah. They made Octodad and then Bug Snacks. I mean, I, I'm on Joe. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. So. That's fine. Um, okay. Uh, this is actually really hard. Rocket League. Nope. No. No. Uh, ah, um, the twin stick shooter. Um, Rezogun. Rezogun. Because it was PS Plus, wasn't it? That is another exclusive. P- Rezogun is the bug snacks for now. Your PS Plus free game. Yeah, yeah. It's going to get a load of views. Um, was there a game called Contrast? Or Con... They're, right, an indie type. One of the indie ones is called Contrast. Yeah, I think it was exclusive to PlayStation, yeah. but it wasn't actually, like, straight it's up. It's not first place. Exactly. In, yeah, it's indie. My... God, this is this is harder than I thought it was going to be. There is I'm getting so one you definitely should get. 
I'm going to try and run through studios now. Mm, just think about the launch of the PS4. Yeah. Think about all the games that were kind of shown off. Yeah, that's why I'm trying to go back to the PS4 announcement. Yeah. So Infamous was delayed. Drive Club was, was delayed as well. Um, no Santa Monica. No Sucker Punch for the no. Uh, no Gran Turismo's. Lord, why is this so hard? Naughty Dog didn't have anything. It's a new. It was a new IP. Is it still around? Yeah, got a sequel. My God, I'm so well. I'm I'm like <laughs> blanking like mad right now. I reckon if we pause this, if we pause it, if the mics weren't on right now, yeah, you get boom, 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 straight. boom. Um, I'm trying to think of it. I'm trying to. It, it was sort of just university said was shit. I guess it's not like that. Other than that. Oh, Nack. Yeah, Nack. Nack. Who that? What is that? Studio Japan. You made it. It might be. Yeah. Okay. Nack. Yep. Nack. Um, um. Another one of them was released on PS4 at launch, as well as on handheld devices. No. Well, when did Vita come out? Was it after PS4? No. No. Vita was before. Yeah. It also came out on that. Um. Lord Almighty. And it was a rhythm-based game. You could say it was a music... A uh, sound shape. Sound shape. Fucking, I love sound shape. Sounds interesting, yeah. Sound shape, man. Um, we could go back to... This is, this is really hard. This is hard. So what have you got? That's four of them. Three of them I don't actually recognise. Another Doki Doki Universe? Nope. Not in the Indies? Nope. Um... Another one was a game that was a PS3 game originally, but I think had like a remastery thing for PS4 launch, and it was a game by Studio we've talked about already earlier on. Yeah. It was, the, it was the game before their big their big break. A weird, weird game. Not like you didn't really do anything. <laughs> Damn, I'm really struggling here. Um, Should we get to some of the uh, third party games? Black Flag. Yep. Hang on, wait, one, two, three, four, seven, eight, there's ten. Ghost. Call of Duty Ghost. Mm -hmm. FIFA. Yeah, 14. NBA. Yeah, 14. There's another sports, sports yeah. Madden? Yep. Madden NFL 25. Um, Destiny. No, that came out after. Yeah, yeah, not Destiny. Uh, there was a DC game. Is it the fighting? Yeah. Uh, in, 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 Justice. in Justice, that's it. Now, there was a game by Activision that was... A an amalgamation of two things kind of put together. 
Oh my lord. It would have been an Activision and Lucasfilm partnership. Uh, Lego. No, but there is a Lego game on the list as well. Okay, well, Lego... Star Wars? No. Lego Indie? No. Lego Harry Potter? No. <laughs> Lego... Shit, what other Lego is it? Lego Mar- Marvel superheroes. Marvel. Activi- what the fuck have Activision made? Other than Call of Duty and Blizzard games? It's a... Well, Not Tony they... Hawk? No. no. Lost. Angry Bird Star Wars. Fuck me. And the last one is um, Just Dance. Oh no, sorry, there's Just Dance 2014 and there's also Battlefield 4. Fine. Okay, Battlefield takes up the COD position. Talking about the Sony ones, yeah. Flower? That's a that's that's an that's a remake. That's a PS3 yeah, yeah, yeah. game. A, yeah, yeah. There's Escape Plan. Yeah. I don't remember Escape Plan. Yeah, yeah. Flow again is a flow is so that's that game company which is Flower Journey and Flow yeah. Flow's their first game. So okay, fine. Escape Plan is yeah, that was also on Vita, which was um was that black and white little they kinda of look like um crossing people and it was a puzzle game. Oh okay. Um it was also on Vita. Um so yeah, in, fair in play. The titles, there was Pinball Arcade, yeah. Super Motherload, yeah, and Warframe. War, fucking Warframe is that old? Yeah, it's Warframe is like a mega game still. It's crazy. Okay, okay, okay. Flow, flow, and flower. I don't mind getting wrong because they're like stone cold PS three games. Understand me, up, up done for the. But I think we've gone from like so we got Kills and Shadowfall, Nap, Gun, which were like the new games. Yeah. And we're now getting Miles, Miles Morales, Morales, Demon Souls. Demon Souls. Uh, Astro, Astro Bugs Snacks, Pathless. I don't know. I feel like this is this looks yeah. like a pretty strong the, and, and, and on top of like obviously yeah, COD, Assassin's you know, Creed. Yeah, which is exactly what, what we had like, last time. Stuff that you always get. Yeah, because it's just they always bring them out the same yeah. time. Yeah, it's um, yeah, the the Sony first party stuff that's missing is the shooter. Yeah, and I think they they must know that. I feel like there must be something in the works. Yeah, well, there there was a lot of talk of I think it was the. Rainbow Six Siege um, creative director or lead director of the game or something was snapped up by Gorilla uh, to head up a second studio. So I, I, think I really hope it's not a just multiplayer thing. I, I would bet with that being the case yeah, yeah, because that's probably what the market demands. Um, I love a story-based FPS. Yeah, I, I, I think... I would be very cool with the idea, and this is this is kind of niche only because I played a lot of SOCOM on PS Two. Mm. SOCOM is a weird thing in that, it, like it was it was squads and communication based, but like I also played it on the PS Two, and I would talk into my mic to my AI partners in the game, so I would issue commands to them like flank right, flank right, and my people in the game not online yeah, would yeah, flank yeah. right and stuff so it's if they could resurrect the SOCOM name I think that would be kind of cool that was kind of like um, hugely rumoured rumoured yeah. hugely rumoured which I think still will happen I still think the Killzone name and branding and lore has a lot of yeah. panache to it 
get those Hellgast red eyes up on a yeah, logo, cool. you're good to go. I think, I think that's going to do us for, for now. And the reason being is that next week, when we get that sweet jewel sense and that motherfucking six meter tall <laughs> PS5, Boy. We will, we, I have to admit, we have been rather lax on episodes recently. There's been a lot happening mm. in life and in the world. Um, we're back and we're going to come at you hard and fast. But next week, we will have PS5s in our hands and in our rooms playing games. <laughs> And we're going to have a lot to talk about. And I think what we'll try to do is on Thursday, we're going to have the consoles delivered. Mm. We'll play some games and maybe try and record something. Yeah, Some initial thoughts. Yeah. Um, UI, how it works, setting it all up. So we will be back next week, very soon, to talk about the PlayStation 5. And our official verdict on whether we think this generation is even worth it. I mean, the PS4 was great. PS4 is arguably the best PlayStation generation that's happened. It's hard to, hard to argue against that. Wow. So, wow. Let's talk about bets. Let's talk about it. So, last episode, I'm not going to say last week because it was many weeks ago. Um, last episode, we talked about a bet which was Amnesia Rebirth, it just came out. And I am yet to play it. And I said I would play it. And I will play it soon. Well, I know why you didn't play it. it was because it's scary. No, it's because you didn't want to get that platinum and boost my numbers. Because we were betting on um, who would... Uh, sorry, no, we bet on the percentage of people that would have got the platinum trophy yeah. on PS4 for Amnesia Rebirth. I'm pretty sure I said something like 1.8. You said 1.8, I said 2.1%. And I and just what looked. we found out was that the Amnesia player base a bunch of wetbags. Yeah. Or it's a really hard platinum. No, I think it's just that. 0.4% I win. Scrubs. Hufflepuff takes the points. They're just not... Is, am I Hufflepuff? No, you're a Gryffindor. Good, I'm glad I got they're, that wrong. They're just, uh, <laughs> they're just ca- casual gamers. Casual gamers. Casual gamers, they don't care. If anything, they have need of bloody base is probably the most ridiculous gamers. So that means the score is 110 points to 40. As it should be. So you're good. running out. Of, you're you running. Need that you're, snitch. You're, yeah, you're you're going to need the snitch. So this week, this is actually going to be a weekly bet where yeah. we are going to record again next week, and we are going to look at Twitch. Ooh. And we're going to see on release date. We're going to load up you our, our own PlayStation Five. We're going to download the Twitch app. We're gonna log in. We're, we're gonna, gonna live stream. We're gonna go. On, we're gonna, we're not gonna live stream, and we're gonna go on bug snacks, and we're gonna see how many people are viewing. Yes. Bug snacks. So Chris, me first. You first. Losers I first. Th- I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be fairly low. I'm gonna say four thousand five hundred and fifty-five. Nice. Well, you know what? I'm feeling boozy. It's late at night. Everyone's going to be talking about bug snacks. Everyone's going to be talking about bug snacks. It's the European release. 
I'm going to look at 6,969 viewers. 6,969. That's real mature of you. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure I've got that. We've locked it in. It's locked. Bet is there. And that is as we say that. So thank you very much for listening. As always, you can find us on Twitter at In Dreams Club. You can go on our website, indreamsclub.com. You can also listen to our fabulous film and TV podcast, which has got some wonderful new episodes coming out, with some exclusive will they previews. Be out by the next episode of Film School. Yeah, they will be. They will be. Yeah. Oh, well, one, at, least, at, least, at least one of them will be. You at least one of them. At least one. The first one. One night in Miami. You'll be able to hear our thoughts on this. You can hear me superlative my way through six episodes of Realize. Um, so check that out. And thank you very much, Chris, for recording this with me. No, thank you. Thank you for um, recording my voice and my... Thoughts. Fuck off. Thank you very much for listening, everyone. And that's enough. Good night. Bye.